On this special edition of Jerusalem Dateline, our CBN News correspondents examine the major trends and stories as the world heads into a new year. What about the war in Ukraine, the crisis between China and Taiwan, the protests in Iran, and the rise of a new government in Israel? And how you can prepare and pray for the days ahead. All this and more on this edition of Jerusalem Dateline. Hello and welcome to this edition of Jerusalem Dateline. I'm Chris Mitchell. From the rise of a new government to the threat of a nuclear Iran and the return of the Jewish people to the Promised Land, I discuss the major issues facing Israel on the beginning of a new year with CBN News Middle East correspondent Julie Stahl and CBN News senior editor John Waggy in our Jerusalem studio. John and Julie, great to be with you as we look ahead to 2023. Julie, there's a big anniversary coming up for Israel this coming year. What is it? She's going to be 75 years old, and that is a big deal. Mm -hmm. It's a very big deal. And, you know, the 70th anniversary was also big. Every, every day, every minute, every mm -hmm. year that Israel has is really, it's a miracle. Yeah. And it's uh, emphasized when she has a big anniversary. I was going to say, it is a miracle. You've been here 35 years. How have you seen that miracle grow since you've been here? Well, really, she grew up from a third world country to a first world nation, for sure. Mm -hmm. The economy has shifted immeasurably, modernization, um, yeah, relations, especially relations in the Middle East have just blossomed. That's just yeah. been in the last few mm -hmm. years. So that's been pretty amazing. Right, right. You know, Israel survived despite internal dissension and opposition, <laughs> external threats, and yet it survived. John, as we look to 2023, what do you see as some of the, uh, the threats or challenges uh, Israel will be facing? Well, I think that in 2022, we saw a political war uh, within Israel and outside of Israel. I think those things uh, may intensify, but the former Lapid government will have to contend with Netanyahu being in the opposition. They'll have to be in the opposition mm -hmm. to Netanyahu. And uh, I imagine that's going to result in some events that happen in the streets. I think there'll be some protests and that type of thing. Uh, by the same token, the Biden administration is also going to try and push Netanyahu, but they've got their own internal problems in Washington, D.C., where you're going to have a Republican House of Representatives that's going to start looking into all sorts of things, investigative mm -hmm. and oversight. And so, and they're also going to be a more pro-Israel Congress, at least in the, in the, in the House. house. Yeah. Maybe not so much in the Senate, but mm -hmm. certainly in the House will be a more pro-Israel Congress. And so uh, after January 3rd, which is the new Congress mm -hmm. coming in, uh, you're going to see some more pressure on the Biden administration to behave more in line with general feelings among the U.S. electorate. So, yeah. and, and if there was anybody who was equipped to handle the kinds of challenges that Israel is going to find in the coming year, I think it's Benjamin Netanyahu, who has, as we all know, the longest experience as prime minister yeah. of anybody. Mm -hmm. And I think he, uh, you know, he, he's got some diplomatic initiatives ahead yeah. that will, will mm -hmm. be part of his uh, repertoire. Which would be the Abraham Accords. And he's been talking about having Saudi Arabia mm -hmm. come into the Abraham Accords. Uh, exactly. Julie, you know, if you look back at 75 years, but if you look beyond... 3,000 years are beyond, and the, uh, the people of Israel, you look at all the nations that have come against it and the empires, they're gone to the dustbin of history, as it says. Yeah. And, uh, but now there's still an existential threat. Iran wants to eradicate 
um, uh, Israel. How do you see that playing out in the next coming, coming year? You know, Iran is having its own internal distress. Now, whether or not that causes Iran to act outside its borders or if they will just kind of stay in or if this is a good time for the world to kind of step up mm -hmm. and make a statement or something, you know, it could go on in, a, in Israel's uh, benefit mm -hmm. or, you know, if they decide to you know, yeah. shoot, shoot, the, shoot the wad and, and do whatever, then, you know, we right. could have to see a war. Yeah, the question is, I mean, has been for years. I mean, will Israel attack Iran's nuclear facilities? Uh, one other uh, uh, topic that has been in 2022 and looking forward to 2023, John, is anti-Semitism and the rise of it statistically, anecdotally. Uh, how do you see that playing out in the coming year? Well, I think that, you know, we've had lots of conferences, meetings at the White House, uh, discussions certainly in the Israeli media. The headlines are full of it every day of the new incidents of anti-Semitism, whether it was Kanye West or, you know, you name it. Uh, but And uh, President Trump's uh, dinner with Kanye and, mm -hmm. and the Holocaust denier. So we're going to have these incidents one after another after another. The question is whether uh, people are going to actually act on it. You know, we had our Paul Strand doing a story recently on, on a rabbi in Berlin who said Jews should get out of Germany now. Are they doing it? Will they do it in, in 2023? Uh, I don't know. Same for France. Uh, same for that matter for the United States. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, there's, there are all kinds of incidents from Brooklyn to other cities, uh, you name it. But will the Jewish people in the United States act on that and actually move? That's a big question for yeah. 2023. Yeah. In the time we have left, uh, how should people be praying for Israel as it faces all these challenges in 2023? Julie, first to you. Yeah, I think and uh, pray that uh, they'll calm down and get focused on, on what's really important and that uh, the people will be able to work together mm -hmm. despite differences. Uh, yeah. that they'll use wisdom in the steps they take. Also, for me, it's really important uh, that they do not change the law of return, the law that um, brings mm -hmm. Jews back to the land, uh, that they don't limit who can come mm -hmm. more than what it already is. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a really big issue. Yeah. John? Uh, I guess it would be that in each nation there are a remnant of people who who believe the Bible, believe what the Lord said about the importance of this nation within their own nations. If they can pray uh, for the peace of Jerusalem, pray for Israel, uh, their, own, their, their own families, mm -hmm. their own nation can be blessed through that. And so that, that I think is a good mm -hmm. word for 2023, that uh, we don't know what plans the Lord has for the coming year, 2023, but we know that it'll be more of a blessing if we pray in that direction. Well, great exhort exhortation, John, Julie, great to be with you, and we'll see how the, all these things unfold in this coming year. Up next, CBN News Senior International Correspondent George Thomas takes a look at the major stories he expects to see in the new year. For a limited time, you can get five of CBN's critically acclaimed documentaries. Experience the rebirth of the modern state of Israel. The historic bonds between the Jewish people and the land of Israel cannot be broken. 
relive the battle for Jerusalem in the Six-Day War. Jerusalem is yours, forever. Discover how Israeli volunteers are changing the world. When people need us, we volunteer and we come and help. Explore the world of Israeli technological innovation. We're people of dreams. God gives us dreams. And that's really the roots, I think, of, of much of our innovation. And understand the biggest land dispute in history. Many Palestinian Arabs claim that the Jews stole Arab land. But is that the real story? This exclusive Israel DVD collection can be yours for a gift of $29.99 or more. Call now or go online to get your Israel DVD bundle, which includes streaming access. Download the CBN News app, 24-7 News, from a Christian perspective at home or on the road. One place for all of your news. Breaking news alerts. Set daily prayer goals and pray for news stories. Read the most important news and watch CBN News Channel Live. CBN News, because truth matters. Go to CBNNewsApp.com to get the app today. Experience God on a new level. Empowering the believer is what this podcast is really all about. Discover insights into scriptures. Be encouraged by inspired teaching. Everyone listening. Everyone. You can be a chosen vessel. The Lesson with Gordon and Ashley. What did Jesus get? Everything that the Father has. Yes. Learn more about what God has for you. The Lesson on CBNFamily.com and YouTube. CBN News Senior International Correspondent George Thomas and I discuss the major stories he sees coming up in 2023. George Thomas, uh, CBN Senior International Correspondent, we're looking at the year ahead. Uh, it's been a tumultuous 2022, but now we're uh, on the verge of 2023. Uh, tell us what perhaps is the main story uh, you're looking at as we head to the next year. Yeah, Chris, thanks for having me on your show. Look, I mean, in the next uh, two months, uh, we will come to the, the one-year anniversary of Russia's uh, invasion of Ukraine on, all, on uh, February 24th. That is going to play a major uh, headline story in the next two months and for our, uh, pretty much the entire 2020. 23, how the Ukrainians are going to be able to uh, battle back. They've been making some major gains in the last five, six months of this war, and they'll continue to make those gains as long as the United States and other Western allies continue to flood Ukraine with all the very high-tech military equipment they need in order to beat back uh, the Russian forces. I think another issue that we're going to be very, very concerned about is the potential of the Kremlin launching a particular, maybe a biological or a small nuclear weapon on the front line. That is very much a possibility. And then also, I think the future of uh, Vladimir Putin. Uh, I mean, there's talk, there's rumors of potential coup uh, in the halls of the Kremlin. That's going to be an issue because you know Russia continues to be isolated economically, politically from the rest of the world. They are they're suffering. Their economy is suffering. And the people are very, very disenchanted. Uh, George, looking half a world away, talk to us about China and Taiwan. Uh, there's there's been talk for months, uh, if not longer, about a possible war. Yeah, you talk about the, the, the challenges that Vladimir Putin is facing in the halls of Kremlin. Just imagine what Xi Jinping uh, is experiencing in the hallways of Beijing and the Communist Party. China is, is a huge concern. And I think the concern is that in the middle of all the economic and the political crisis that Xi Jinping is facing domestically, 
Could he potentially try to distract his countrymen and launch a war against Taiwan right next door, less than 100 nautical miles from the shores of, uh, of China? That is a true potential. Taiwan is not ready whatsoever to fend off a complete launch of, a, of an invasion of China. That is a big concern. And I think we'll be watching China vis-a-vis Taiwan in the year ahead for sure. And moving back here to this region, uh, George, Iran, protests have been going on for months. What do you see ahead for the Islamic Republic of Iran? Yeah, the Islamic Republic is also facing uh, challenges. We talked about the Kremlin. We talked about Beijing. Well, on the streets of Tehran, the mullahs of Iran are also uh, in a turmoil. While Because we've been seeing these months and months of protests, protests that we have never seen in a very, very long time. Chris, you and I have been covering this part of the region, covering this country, but we have never seen these kinds of protests that continue to be fueled largely in part by the women of Iran. Because you can see at the end of the day, they are yearning for freedom, the chance to express themselves in whatever way they, they feel. And so I think the mullahs uh, of, uh, of Iran are, are, will feel the pressure in 2023. And there is no indication that those protests are going to die down anytime soon. George, final question here. Uh, you know, as we're seeing an unstable 2022, looking forward to that or more in 2023, how can people be praying and preparing for the days ahead? Look, I think historically we have seen be the 1979 revolution, the 1989 Tiananmen Square uh, uprising, the Green Revolution in Iran in the early 2000s. In the middle of all these moments of turmoil, and we see the turmoils on the uh, in in Ukraine and Russia, we see the turmoils in Beijing, we see the turmoils in Tehran. In all of these situations and political instabilities, be it in Turkey, in Haiti, everywhere around the world, when people are yearning for freedom, at the end of the day, they realize that it's not just democratic freedoms or political freedoms that they yearn for. At the end of the day, they're also looking for something bigger than politics. And invariably, we'll see historically that in these moments of crisis, people turn to God. They turn to a higher power. And we need to continue to pray for that because we saw, for example, after the 1989 uh, uprising in Tiananmen Square, a massive Christian revival. We saw that in the Green Revolution in Iran that led to today, they say, the faster growing church where Christianity is growing today, is in Iran, in the middle of all this turmoil. We see the same thing in Ukraine and in Russia. We need to pray in all of these hot spots in 2023 that God would continue to move amongst his people like he always do does, because people are yearning for more than just political and economic freedom. They want spiritual freedom. And we see that happening time and time again. So true, George. Uh, thanks for joining us. And uh, we'll look forward to uh, 2023. And more reporting on what's happening around the world. You're welcome, Chris. Coming up, CBN News senior reporter Dale Hurd brings his perspective on the major trends we're likely to see in 2023. Names from the Old Testament are being unearthed all over the city of Jerusalem. This was amazing. Come as close as you can get to personalities that are known from the Bible. Astonishing discoveries made today. A jaw-dropping moment of Bible archaeology. This is much more than a thrill. This is actual history that took place here on the site where we sit right now. 
confirm the kings and prophets of the Bible left real evidence of their lives. Right time, the right place, with the right people. And one of the most significant finds in recent history. Exactly as the Bible tells us happened in the days of King Hezekiah. Written in stone, kings and prophets. We have the Bible and we have archaeologists. Telling our story, it's matching. The Old Testament is a reliable history book. Get your copy today for a gift of any dollar amount. Call now or go to cbn.com slash written in stone. Here, we're committed to a heritage of rigorous scholarship dating back over a thousand years. And to a faith tradition dating back a thousand more. This is how we create a culture of inquiry where no topic is off limits. And a culture of hope. Anything's possible! It's Christian leadership. And it's changing the world for the better. It's higher learning. It's greater knowing. It's what makes us whole. It's what makes us region. Introducing a brand new way to start your morning. Get your daily quick start from CBN News. A quick read on the important news of the day, delivered right to your inbox. Stay current on breaking news, politics, and entertainment. Discover how God is moving around the world and here at home. Plus, get exclusive stories and daily scripture encouragement just for you. Stay informed. Go to quickstart.news and subscribe today. CBN News senior reporter Dale Hurd shares his views on what we can expect in the new year. Well, Dale Hurd, uh, CBN senior reporter, thanks for joining us on this show. Looking forward to 2023. Dale, based on what you've been reporting in the last year and beyond uh, that, what do you see ahead, some of the major trends for 2023? Well, on the energy front, we're going to see the continued revival of fossil fuels. Um, God's gift to mankind. They're not fossil fuels, by the way. We've discovered that they 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 weren't. They're not static. They're continuously regenerated. This is an endless fuel source. And yes, they're talking about a new fusion uh, energy source, and that would be wonderful. But the world is discovering and has discovered that green energy isn't going to cut it. I think green energy is going to continue. Uh, to take a public relations hit in this next year as uh, countries discover they're going to have to go back to nuclear and go back to fossil fuels. I think on the foreign front, the big story in 2023 is going to be how clear it is to the world and to Russians that they've lost in Ukraine, that they cannot win on the battlefield, and that uh, Putin is going to be given a choice uh, to either use some type of low-yield nuclear weapon against Ukraine or be removed from power. Mm. Wow, that's an ominous uh, warning in, uh, about this coming year. How about China, Dale? Uh, how would you look to China and its influence? Many people have talked about a possible war uh, between China and Taiwan, or that China will invade mm. Taiwan. Yeah, I'm I'm not one of those because uh, China has not fought a war since uh, I was in high school, a full-blown war that was Vietnam and they didn't do very well. And China has a lot of bluster, but their military hierarchy knows full well that they haven't experienced war. They're not as confident as they would act. But they are going to, I think, continue to eat our lunch on the diplomatic front around the world and the economic front as they continue to supplant us in South and Central America 
they are now the dominant trading partner in South America, and they're seeking to de-dollarize the world economy now through their relationship with the Saudis. They're trying to get the Saudis and the other Arab states to stop using the dollar in their oil sales to China. Yeah, I, I saw one of your reports recently about that. Uh, is that a sign as well as China expanded influence here in the Middle East? They've always had some influence because they're a huge energy consumer, but they have one advantage that a big advantage with the Saudis that we don't, they could care less about the Saudis human rights record, right? Because they're, they have one of the worst record, probably the worst record in the world on human rights. And so the two of them might get along better. And so this is definitely a warning sign for the United States. And I don't frankly think the Biden administration is up to it because they've, they've botched so many different things around the world and they don't seem to care that much about a good relationship with the Saudis. So, Dale, you've done a story on the Great Reset as well in the World Economic Forum. Uh, what do you see ahead in 2023? You know, there it, it's really amazing. When I did that story, I uh, one of the lines in it, I think, was this is not a conspiracy theory. They're actually saying this stuff. And it's getting even more radical. I think folks have reported that they're suggesting people not have pets or kill their pets because pets are causing climate change there is no check or balance on the World Economic Forum and their rhetoric gets more and more extreme and and frankly weirder every day. Um, I think that we're going to continue to see pushback among the people of the world because really the world situation is sort of developed into all of us versus the elites. And that's especially uh, true with the World Economic Forum. People just cannot relate to this sort of insulated group of people who think they should run our lives. Mm. Well, excellent analysis, Dale. Uh, we'll be looking forward to those trends and, and uh, Lord willing, your reports on uh, all these uh, issues. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Coming up, CBN News' Gary Lane from The Global Lane shares his perspective on the new year. Orphan's Promise is committed to loving and serving at-risk children, to helping keep families together, and to creating opportunities for strong and sustainable communities around the world. We're working in over 60 countries around the world, and with your help, we can do even more. There's an old African proverb I love that says, if you want to run fast, run alone. But if you want to run far, run together. At Orphan's Promise, we want to run far so we can touch the lives of as many orphaned and vulnerable children as possible. But we don't want to go alone. We're out to change the world, one child, one family, one community at a time. Will you join us? home to the sounds of Southern Gospel from CBN Radio. You'll enjoy a rich Southern blend of bluegrass, classic gospel, and Southern Gospel favorites like the Gaithers, the Crab Family, and bluegrass sounds like Mountain Faith. So make yourself at home with the all-new CBN Southern Gospel. Now available at CBNRadio.com.
The Bible tells us to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. In CBN's free guide, 10 Ways You Can Pray for Israel, you'll learn spiritual lessons from Israel's patriarchs, prophets, and beloved New Testament leaders, while also discovering how you can pray for Israel today. Get your free copy. Call 1-800-700-7000 or go to cbn.com slash pray for Israel. CBN News' Gary Lane covers the world and his program, The Global Lane. Here's our talk about what he sees in the year ahead. Gary Lane from uh, The Global Lane, thanks for joining us again on Jerusalem Dateline. Tell us, what do you think are some of the main trends as we look forward to 2023? Chris, I think 2023 is going to be the word for 2023, instability. I think the world, there's going to be a shaking in the world. We're going to see many, many more troubles. Things, I, I mean, I try to be positive, but I think there's going to be a lot of problems around the world. We're already seeing that with uh, protests in Iran, continued war in Ukraine, and people in other places that you wouldn't even think about uh, that are rising up against their regimes uh, protesting, e even in uh, places like Europe, where there have been uh, some protests as a result of the energy shortages there. And we'll have to wait and see what happens in Ukraine, if there's peace or if that, uh, that war intensifies. As we look forward to perhaps more instability, how would you encourage Christians around the world to be either praying or preparing for what's coming? Well, Chris, you know that I have a passion for the persecuted church. So I would like to uh, ask that our brothers and sisters in Christ pray for their family members around the world, Christians who are suffering for their faith. We've got people in prison. We've got people who are tortured, other people under constant pressure simply because they follow Jesus. And places like Nigeria, where Christians die every day simply because they're Christians. And places like China, where they're imprisoned in jail simply for sharing their faith. If their house churches grow too large, they're shut down and the leaders are taken away. No one hears from them again. So we need to be in constant prayer for our brothers and sisters in Christ. Don't pray that the persecution ends. Uh, when I uh, talk with persecuted believers, they've always told me, they've said, don't pray that the persecution ends, pray that God gives us stronger backs to carry our crosses, that we will persevere, that we will endure the suffering that we're under. Also pray for their families who suffer in their absence. So I think that's the key right now, Chris. And also pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We as believers love our Jewish uh, brothers and sisters. We love Israel. We want to pray for the peace of Jerusalem and for Israel because it's a crucial time. 2023, a lot of challenges for uh, the Jewish state. We need to be on our knees praying for them as well. Yeah, you've served here in the Middle East as uh, well, Gary. Uh, tell us, what, any, any ideas of where things might be heading uh, here in this region? I think it's going to be very volatile. Uh, you know, there are some Christians that believe that we're on the edge of the, the war, the biblical war of Gog and Magog. I'm not a prophet. I don't know about that. But I definitely know that uh, there's a lot of disruption. Uh, I mean, just simply look at the devastation uh, that's going on uh, in, in Lebanon. That country's in, in rough shape right now. And people are leaving. People are just it's in a dire straits. Look at Iran. And uh, the Iranians, uh, that regime, will it come to an end? I don't know. I don't think in the short term, but there's going to be more protests. If they can sustain that, the demonstrations and their opposition to the regime, eventually it will fall. So we need to be praying about all of this. Yeah. And we see China actually coming in more and more influence uh, here in the region. Yeah. 
uh, with Saudi Arabia and with Iran as well. And Russia, don't forget, Russia has a new alliance with Iran that they've never had before. A lot, a lot of it has to do with energy. It also has to do with building drones now. Drones will be built, Iranian drones being built in Russia to be used, I'm sure, in the Middle East and in Ukraine. Well, Gary Lane of the Global Lane, thanks for your insight analysis. Uh, we'll be watching those stories, uh, those trends coming up on the Global Lane in 2023. Thank you, Chris. Good to be with you. Well, that's all for this special edition of Jerusalem Dateline as we look ahead to the new year. Thanks for joining us. And remember, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And you can also access CBN content through our CBN News and other CBN apps. And don't forget to sign up for our email blast so you can continue to receive all of our exciting CBN content. I'm Chris Mitchell. We'll see you next time on Jerusalem Dateline.